I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. My voice is still a bit off today, so not quite normal yet as I'm getting over a virus, so please bear with me. Today's episode was inspired by a Broadway show. I saw two shows recently this summer with very special friends. I took them to each show. Something I do for fun is that I get two season tickets each year to the shows in San Francisco. So I saw Town with Trisha Stone, who was my first boss and incredible mentor after graduating from college. She actually was the only person I worked for after college because I ended up becoming an entrepreneur after working for her for three years when we moved out of state for a bit um, after living in San Francisco when I worked for her. When I met Trisha, Don and I had just gotten engaged and moved to San Fran for him to attend dental school at the University of the Pacific. Trisha's business was called Stone Communications. It's a consulting company, and we created high-stakes IPO and investor roadshow presentations for Silicon Valley companies. It was in the big tech boom uh, of the late 90s, and I became very close with Trisha. I worked for her personally at her home on the weekends too, because Don was extremely busy in dental school. So here we are, 25 years after Trisha and I met, and she's still a very special friend. Two weeks after seeing a show with Trisha, I saw a different show called The Prom with another special friend that came out of a professional relationship. This was Christina Bryant, someone who worked for me for 10 years. And I was to her what Trisha was to me. I was her first boss and first job out of college. And that relationship evolved into a special long-lasting friendship as well. So I coincidentally ended up seeing these two fabulous women back-to-back for these summer shows. Today, I want to focus on the first show I mentioned, on Town. I was inspired by some lyrics near the end of the show, and I remember looking at Trisha right as we stood up to clap at the end, and I said, I'm going to do a podcast episode about those lyrics. This show is the winner of eight Tony Awards, including Best Musical, and the Grammy Award for Best Musical Theater Album. It intertwines the Greek myth of young dreamers Orpheus and Eurydice with the tale of Hades, the king of the underworld, and his wife Persephone. 
This interpretation has jazz and folk music and is placed in a contemporary industrial setting. It is really well done and I highly recommend it. Spoiler alert here, for a minute or so, I'm going to go into some details about the show. So if you don't know anything about these myths and you don't want to know until you see the show, then take a look at the show notes and I'll put a timestamp there so that you can pause now and then skip ahead a little bit. But for the rest of you, hang on and uh, I'll keep going. Otherwise, if you don't want to be have this the spoiler, then pause. Orpheus loses his love, Eurydice, to the underworld. He goes there to ask Hades, who's the king of the underworld, to let her, let Eurydice, back up to the land of the living. Hades agrees to this, but there's one condition he gives Orpheus. Orpheus cannot look back at Eurydice to make sure she's still there during the entire journey back up. So they have to be far enough apart. He can't hear her and he could see her if he looked back, but if he does, he loses her. Hermes is a character that says some things right when this happens in the plot. And he says, you got a lonesome road to walk. It ain't along the railroad track. It ain't along the blacktop tar. You've walked a hundred times before. I'll tell you where the real road lies between your ears, behind your eyes. That is the path to paradise and likewise the road to ruin. So those were the words that I heard and I was like, wow, profound, must do podcast episode. Orpheus ends up reaching the surface just before Eurydice. And right then, during the musical song titled Doubt Comes In, he looks back when she was just about to cross over from the underworld. And then we see her descend back down for good. So Orpheus ends up losing her. Let's revisit the last few lines of what I just read a a moment ago, what Hermes said. I'll tell you where the real road lies between your ears, behind your eyes. That is the path to paradise and likewise the road to ruin. It's about mindset. It's about fear. It's about the sabotaging thoughts in our heads that keep us from getting the things we really want, whether it's a relationship, starting a business, changing jobs, making time for hobbies we enjoy, making healthier choices, the list goes on. It's natural The human brain is wired to keep us safe. And the fear center in our brain, unfortunately, hasn't evolved to understand that most of the things it's afraid of, that are especially the things connected to our dreams, are usually not dangerous. But it doesn't know how to discern that. It thinks that all of those things are kind of bucketed in with the Uh, original fears of some big predator about to eat us. There are ways to pave a new path though. You literally can change the neuropathways in your brain and not let doubt and fear run your life. 
I had an experience with doubt coming in as I got closer to my podcast launch last month. Fortunately, I didn't let it take over. I was able to use my tools and practice trust. Trust in myself, trust in my team, trust in the process so that I could get it out into the world, into your ears, so that you can learn what I've learned and navigate your life without getting stuck on that looping road of doubt and fear in your head. When you start really paying attention, you're likely going to be shocked. I know I was when I started doing this work years ago. Shocked at all the little ways fear and doubt shows up each and every day. If you want to explore that and start paving your new path, I would love to help you. You can get started. One of the simplest ways to get started is a short seven-minute training video that I have with an exercise that helped me break through my own old patterns. And you can get that at cherisyourlife.com forward slash free training. I want you to doubt your doubts. Get curious about them. Are those doubts just thoughts that are keeping you from those things that would bring you more joy and more true fulfillment in your life? I bet many of them are. Today's closing quote is by Susie Cassim. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. <laughs>